When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. This is the space, the safe space, guys. Cuddly cardigan, dippy digestive biscuits where we share. We delve into the problems that we wish men would talk about. What does that mean? Well, it means all the things, girls, that you always think, why don't men talk about X? We go through that list, we re-go over it, we switch the guests up each week, and it's all about getting blokes talking. That's where we started. Sounds really worthy, doesn't it? But please don't switch off. There's plenty of excellent ones that are serious, worthy, depth, and have accreditation. We have none of that. However, I know from some of the messages we get, it's profoundly helpful sometimes to use the unguent of banter and jokes and humour. That sometimes is the WD-40 to creak open the door of the man not speaking. This is, I know it's unfashionable to say men be like, women be like, or to even imply gender exists or humans or anything. Nothing has meaning. We're a postmodern cloud, blub. But I do think that sometimes humour can be used for men. You don't as often hear girls saying, before I talk about my breakup, can you all make fun of me and do some jokes about it? It's not as frequent. Whereas blokes, you know what it's like. You want to go into the pub. You want to say Laura's left me. And you want the blokes to hit you with mocking wank jokes as soon as you say that. That's just how men work. It's hard to explain. So that's how we've ended up in this space of using humour and jokes to try and unlock some of the things we wish men would talk about. And this week's subject is something very close to my heart, literally, cardiovascularly speaking. It's food and diets. Anyone who does a job where they live on the road or travel a lot or don't get to go home every night, which is loads and loads of jobs that make up the British economy, would know after about the 10th year, the word Ginsters actually produces a PTSD uh, vomit reaction. No disrespect to Ginsters, but there's only so many you can eat before you start shitting pastry. So it be- I became sort of obsessed with this and then I became too obsessed with it and then not obsessed enough and your body tracks with it, your health, your mental health, the more we learn about it post-COVID, it's uncomfortable, but apparently if you're fucked and obese, you're fucked from COVID. I mean, that is just a scientific fact. We're becoming ever more obsessed. We lick our phones over Instagram because someone's got a six pack and if they've got an eight pack, we spaff on our phone. This is a confusing area. And so I'm so glad I've got today's guest to help me unpick it. I need someone who is funny 
a forward thinking young man who will make you piss your pants laughing recently seen gigging took the roof off of top secret i'm sure if you go to his website and his socials he's gigging in loads of other places while the uk is still open post someone eating a bat it's ali woods comedian thank you so much russell that was so lovely i thought you were going to introduce someone else oh, yeah. that's me yeah <laughs> appreciate you having me on man i'm actually doing some shows about talking and um, men men's friendship and stuff like that so great as russell said check out my website and i uh, got some previews coming in what is that website is it as simple as aliwoods.co.uk aliwoodsgigs.com and also yeah i've got previews check out in top secret tune off down stuff like that those uh, and leicester as well doing leicester comedy festival so if you want to come is that sort of thing if you listen to this you might enjoy and it's going to be funny it's not a comedy play it's a stand-up show exactly and that is the trick when it comes to some of these subjects that people forget there's nothing wrong with a comedy play or a monologue or a serious discussion but there is a space for lightness lightness lifts why not use it don't be afraid now we were going to, i wanted to talk about food and diets and i've gone a bit route one here and i'm absolutely i'm buzzing like my wife Lindsay's toy drawer when batteries have been delivered because we're joined by christelle <laughs> It was a long lockdown. She was on a diesel generator by lockdown too. I'm joined by Bake Off finalists, kitchen savant Christelle Pereira. What an honour to have you. Oh, thank you for having me. Those of you who might be watching video clips will notice what a wonderful sort of Vaseline glaze you have over the lens is almost like you've done a, a fondant icing over your own <laughs> webcam. Do you know what? I'm really messy, and actually, I was just trying to wipe down my laptop because I think my um, my webcam looks a bit dirty, and I think I might have wiped it with something wet. So now I've got this lovely shiny sheen over my face, but uh... it's probably a sugar glaze or something <laughs> yeah, like that. It's a mirror glaze, but no. Thanks for having me on. I can't. Um, Unlike Ali, I didn't have, you know, lots of gigs in the pipeline. I only just got verified on Instagram a few weeks ago. So I only just became a real person. So, uh, yeah, but we'll see what the future holds. But You're months from a fucking cookbook. Stop lying. <laughs> right. Now, before we all crempet in each other's faces or whatever it's called, I always start with a really difficult question. And with every year that ticks by and with Gen A being brewed, whatever the ones after Gen Z are called, uh, it's going to be almost impossible question in about five years. But that's why I ask it. And I'm going to ask it straight to you, Christelle. Do women diet more often than men? In your opinion, we are oh, asking yeah. for your geldem, your mandem, your aunties, your uncles, your cousins, your nieces, your nephews, your circle. So no need to be triggered on Twitter. And if you are triggered, here's a suggestion. Don't listen. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the tagline of the podcast? <laughs> well, it's just like, this needs to be, for it, for it to be a safe space, we need to be able to say things that are right at the boundary of what feels acceptable at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Because no. we get to things that we might get to something that helps someone. And I get messages all the time. So I'm going to ask, do women diet more often than men? Because if I'd asked that 15 years ago, you'd be like, yeah, of course do. <laughs> Welcome to non-feminist Britain, Russ. But I'm not so fucking sure anymore. Christelle I'm not so sure do you know what and it's such a good question because I would actually say maybe two years ago women definitely diet more than men and there's a few reasons the main one I think apart from my circle it's just the way that diets are marketed like you always have that woman laughing at a bowl of salad and like that's just the way that I see diets is a woman laughing at a bowl of salad and like if you look at Slim Fast and all these brands, it's always like a woman promoting them. Mm. But recently, I've actually seen a sort of growing trend of men, like coming into the office eating like a chicken breast, sweet potatoes and green beans, none of which look like they've even touched a gram of seasoning. But like, yeah. <laughs> it's like a plastic chicken. Do you know what, Crystal? I don't understand that because seasoning is more or less calorie free. Exactly. 
So what the fuck is to be lost with seasoning? Yeah, and that's the one thing that, I mean, I'll go on to this because I just think it's fine to eat healthily, but just don't compromise on flavour. And actually, I think some people think that diets are all about eating leaves with no dressing, but there's like there is so much you can do with healthy food that makes it fun Mm -hmm. and makes it interesting. But to go back to your question, I do think it is predominantly women, but I am seeing a sort of growing interest in, in men's dieting. And I guess... I guess the word diet is also quite broad because you have men who are like, you know, going all lean, but then you also have like bulking season, season spelled S-Z-N. It's like bulking season, mate. And it's all about, you know, getting on protein powders and bulking up. And there's, so it kind of depends on the definition of a diet. Because I guess for women, I guess what you tend to see more is weight loss and it's all about slimming down. And I think actually what's quite good is there is now a growing trend within women of becoming strong and it's all about no skinny is actually not good anymore it's about strong not skinny which is quite good and I think that's a more sustainable way and so I guess yeah I think there is increasingly a more sustainable way of dieting but I think overall I think it is still more focused on women just again from my own experience my own life experience and like you know people around me um, I would say it still is a bit more women focused. Would you agree Ali or not I mean there is a difference isn't there between the word slimming and dieting but the reality of the difference between them is <laughs> there isn't a difference the guy eating a chicken breast with sweet potato he may have already built his muscle but he's aiming for exactly the same thing for there to be less of him at the end of the week fat wise <laughs> <laughs> probably emotionally wise as well if he's eating that five times a week don't we just have like man words for the same thing <laughs> yeah i think i think there's a little bit of that in it yeah you can't call it up you don't go up to your mates i'm actually on a diet lads so yeah, you're actually I'm, like, I'm bulking i'm cutting i'm getting lean you know what i mean like yeah, all exactly. this sort of stuff <laughs> exactly. and it all ties into yeah because i'm lifting because i'm lifting later yeah. everything's an action you know you can't just you can't just be like no i couldn't i couldn't possibly have some fried wings i'm actually just trying to lose a bit of inches off my waist no <laughs> no, no 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 get chucked out of the pub but um no, I, I, I agree with you, Krista. I think still it's predominantly women from what I've seen. And for, on the men's side, you have people who get really into it, often after a breakup or some emotional distress. <laughs> they're like, well, what's a way to control my life? Oh, I'll get my waist in and I'll get my shoulders and arms big. Revenge body. That's what it's called. Yeah, revenge body. Good God. <laughs> but that's, I definitely see mates getting into that and sort of thing. And But I just don't think there's this general pressure on men to like have a certain body shape as much as my female friends have, you know, because I've got mates who will be well into it and you've got a lot more of that that wasn't when I was growing up. There wasn't as much of an ambition to like have certain gym plans, follow all these fitness influencers and stuff. But then for the large part of my mates as well, it's just a case of, look, I don't want to be obviously huge and as long as she still touches it and, you know, just all right, you know what I mean? And I don't find there's a lot of like dieting in general male culture. It's like you've been reading my diary, Ali. <laughs> yeah, I have. No, um, the producer sent over to check. Very strange. There was a lot of revenge bodies in there, but they weren't yours. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if, um, how old, if you don't mind me asking you, Ali, if you don't mind me. I'm 28. 28. So I, I'm wondering if even you might be too old to, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm such a tragic fuck that I'm still going to Ibiza even in COVID years twice as I did last <laughs> wow. year. Sorry, you mispronounced legend there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so obviously I only, can only talk about at the beach or at the drinking club or whatever with most people who aren't tragic or under 25. And um, I would say, how can I put this without getting myself into trouble? There seem to be a lot more men who have spent a lot more hours worrying what they look like. There's a, And uh, the amount of women that have what I would call normal, healthy bodies with bums and boobs, not overweight in any way, just normal figures, not starved looking, not over 
I've been down the gym looking is going up. Are we seeing a moment where feminism, instead of lifting women up and freeing them from all the shite, has gone, do you know what, we can't do that. How about you join us down here, men, by shaving your balls and living on lettuce? Do you know what, it's, it's interesting because I do think that like, and actually that was something that Ali mentioned, because actually when when it comes to holidays, I think there are certain periods when you do see people dieting, like you're talking about revenge, but also you get before a holiday. And I think that is when you see an equal level of dieting, or not even dieting, but it's worrying about your looks and getting getting into shape is basically the phrase. And it's like, I need to get into shape before a holiday. And I think you see that with men and with women. And yeah, maybe Russell, you're right. Maybe there is more focus or pressure on men to get into more of a shape than women, because, you know, men are always topless on the beach. And like, that's the way it is. At least for a woman, you can wear a swimming costume and sort of hide your body if you want to. I'm up for changing that. I think I'm a strong campaign for full nudity at all times. <laughs> totally non-sexual on my part. Uh, obviously, yeah. I would look, yeah, just, but only so I could see where I'm going. Liberation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Non-sexual <laughs> nudity. Yeah, love <laughs> On the, well, on the page. That's what, that's what we get in our DMs, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, like, exactly. I just want non-sexual nudity. Yeah. It's not weird. Just send me a dick pic. It's very yeah. wholesome. <laughs> yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's something called orthorexia. I think it's like a hidden eating disorder that lots of people have got. It's where you're obsessed with eating, not under eating, but eating the correct thing, bleeping it into your app. How many carbs have I had? When's my cheat day coming? I mean, mm. I've definitely got a touch of the old orthorexia. But why'd you do it? What'd you do it for? Uh, well, my main, main, main drive started as anyone who's seen me do stand up, it's performed at a ridiculously high sort of Lee Evans on crack pace mixed with sort of improvising Ross Noble element and then sort of material part. And to do all things really, really quickly, I go into, I wear one of these Fitbits. So I'm in the cut, what I would call the peak cardio zone, 160 heart rate and above within a minute of being on stage. I'm in the cardio at the side of stage and I have to do that for 70 minutes. And I discovered quickly that if I don't take care of myself, I finish a routine going, 
and the <laughs> and the illusion to the audience that oh my god that's what people think about me I'm the most energetic comedian so you just want that thing that you want to be more mm. than anyone else in comedy ideally the funniest but if you can't have yeah, that I was gonna say <laughs> it would have nice to have been everyone knows me as the funniest comedian. yeah but we're all the we're all the funniest but then you'll you'll go to Stuart Lee because he's the most intellectually profound and angry you might go to Tim Vine because he's the king of one-liners uh, Michael McIntyre the king of observation I like to think people like yeah the energetic one the one that never gets tired after two hours mm. that cannot be faked because at the end of a blah, 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 you can hear <sighs> whereas now my heart rate returns to resting within 60 seconds I'm back at not even in fat burn so that's how it started then I started to get the accidental vanity of physical results not my primary objective at all. I've always been just standard slim bloke, never had a six fat, never been fat. I've been 11 and a half stone since I was 16 years old. I'm still 11 and a half, 12 stone, even though I'm no longer 16 years old. Uh, a <laughs> couple of years on old Ali there. Yeah, same same yeah. generation. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 really. It's just two lads going down the pub. Yeah, exactly. No, don't look at, no one's going to look at us. Yeah, right. Very, very early 30s, very late 30s. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but, but and, then, and then of course I was like, shit, man, I didn't even know someone at my age could get into shape didn't know i didn't know it's possible mm. then there's another layer above it well it just got addictive basically i enjoy it it doesn't dominate my life i do 40 minutes a day exercise and i have one day a week where i do like yoga but i do bleep my food i bleep it i count it and that's a bad habit yeah i think that's the word though addictive and that is i guess the issue because i think it always it never starts off as an addiction and it i think most of the times you know dieting or trying to be healthy is quite a normal thing to do but then it's I guess how, and there's so many factors, but it's then getting into a routine. It's about you suddenly want to concentrate. It's about having control of your life. And then you've got social media giving you random posts saying, do you know how many calories are in one tablespoon of olive oil? Why don't you switch to water? Oh, actually, do you know how many calories are in spaghetti? Why don't you use zucchini instead? And I'm like, what? And then they create like courgette because apparently that is the same as spaghetti. I'm like, courgette and spaghetti are very different. You cannot make bolognese with courgettes and say that that's a meal. So like, and I think there is, there's so much information being just thrown at you and then you suddenly think, oh, is this gospel? And then it becomes, you just then start getting more and more information and then when you start taking control of your life and then seeing results, you then, then it kind of, you can snowball and that's when it becomes unhealthy. Like, I think, you know, if people want to get into shape and feel comfortable with their body for a certain event, that's fine. And I think it's healthy to, to look after yourself and your diet and your body. But I think it's then when you get to that stage, when you get to that holiday, when you get to that wedding, how do you feel? Are you then self-conscious the whole time and looking at yourself thinking, oh, I'm uncomfortable? And then how do you deal with yourself after the wedding, after the holiday? Do you then binge eat, put on all the weight and then you diet again? And I think it's all about being sustainable. And I think that's that's the issue with diet culture. Like most diets aren't a long-term thing. It's like a crash diet for a period of time, but then there's no kind of thought into what happens after the diet. And I think... I've learned actually, I mean, I did loads of diets when I was younger. I was so, I was a really chubby child and I tried like the special K diet. I tried cutting out carbs, cutting out sugar and all of those things never really worked. And I guess ultimately I just love my food too much. And I will, I think I've learned now that I can't compromise on what I eat because I'm too much of a foodie and I just, I have to cook stuff with oil because actually it's tastier and actually having oil I'm obviously not a nutritionist but putting oil in your vegetables actually means that you absorb the nutrients into your body better and like there's a reason why you add fats to your meals and proteins to your meals um and so actually now I eat loads of cake and I enjoy it but then I do like to have a bowl of porridge in the morning not because it's healthy but because it fuels me for the day and I think the definition of healthy it really needs to be 
kind of redefine because holistic exactly more holistic porridge isn't healthy what that, when I was growing up, that was like the help. That was oh, no. the thing you ate if you were if you were oh, no. going playing football later. I saw some belling going on about avocados the other day. I've only just been like finished five years of telling me avocados are the best thing you can eat. To see some belling saying no, 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 how many calories are in avocados? Oh, for fuck's sake! What about smashing my face into a wall? How many you calories? Be are in- eating anything which has double figures calories, really. Honestly, I mean, if but this is the issue. It's like it's all about. Like people calorie count. It's like actually avocados are healthy. Yes, they've got more calories, but they keep you fuller for longer and it's really good for you. And even though a bowl of Cheerios might have less calories, they're not nutritious at all. So that's the whole issue with and this And they whole... spike your blood sugar. Anyway, we're exactly. not nutritious. We better not drink. We're not <laughs> drifting to being a, a crew like Chris Whitties. I, I want to move on then from diet because we obviously can imagine we've covered in this show bodies and diets and insecurities a lot. I want to move more into food. And you say you're a foodie because it can be a real flashpoint in a, in a relationship, Ali. I mean, how... How picky are you? This idea of picky people, I cannot fucking bear it. And it's really rude of me. Like, what problem does it cause me if someone at dinner doesn't eat cabbage? It's a personal slight. Yeah, but even if we're in a restaurant, you, you, Ali, and we sit down with some friends and it's uh, we're in an Indian restaurant and the friend goes, I'll just have the omelette, please. Do you not want to just try chicken tikka? It's delicious. Have you tried it? Nah, I've never tried it. Then fuck off. You're not my friend. (laughs) It's the one, you know those people who go, but you know... I know I won't like no, it. You don't you know know I mean? No, you don't know <laughs> exactly. that. You don't know that. It's just before they've No one would ever it. have anal if that was true. <laughs> and, uh, Still talking about diets. Yes, yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> just went off on one. But are you are you are you a picky person? Uh not now, not when it comes to anything. Relationships, food, whatever. Um I'll uh, not I relationships, be, did you say? Sorry, I know I'm just uh, I um I, um, still single, dear me, if you want. I am. Um, I non non sexually. Used to be, yeah, non sexually, non sexual nudity only, please. Uh, I used to be really uh, picky when I was a kid. I used to be one of those kids who would just like sit there cross armed and not eat their vegetables and stuff. But then um, as I as I grew up, you just get eating more and more stuff, and also you know you're not just like you got not got parents just putting a plate down in front of you. You got to go out and make your own stuff and things like that. And now I love it. I love trying different things. I'll always be recommended different places by people. And I'm exactly the same as you, Russell. I know what you mean. I know it shouldn't it shouldn't piss me off. You should be like, well, I'm going to have all this beautiful menu. And yeah, go on and have a side of chips. Yeah, go on. Don't have anything. Don't try anything else. But instead, I'm like, why are you not living? Yes. Why are you not living? <laughs> Come on. It's triggering, isn't it? It's really triggering. I don't get it. Yeah. Food is one of the most joyous experiences in this life. And if you're just sticking to your bland stuff, there's, the people who only eat one colour, oh, I eat yellow. I eat yellow. <laughs> I do. So if it's yellow, I'll have it. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. No, I agree. Uh, Christelle, for you, it must be infuriating as a, a master of the kitchen. And do you know what? It's more the fact that, yeah, I, for me, I'm also very adventurous. So when I go to like a country, I want to try the local food, what the locals eat. And I, my group of friends just aren't very adventurous like me. So we went to Singapore and I was like, great guys, I've got amazing markets. Let's try all this food. They're like, oh no, let's go to eat Italian food. My friend orders a penne arrabbiata wherever she goes. I'm like, we're in Singapore. There's such nice food. And then they're, they're like, they're like laughing at me because I'm eating like a durian which stinks but I'm like yeah but a durian is like a local fruit of what's Singapore. that a sick fruit the fruit yeah. that smells of sick <laughs> do you know what Christelle I'm going to side with your friends I'm going to side with your friends there we're all going out on the pool who knows what hot dick we're going to find let me just finish this durian fruit and I'm going to pull myself a billionaire 
ones where you put the mint in and it just dissolves before it hits your tongue. Every guy yeah. wants is to smell a vomit while you nosh him Basically, off. Basically, which is why I'm also still single, but uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris, that was a bit accidentally close to home there. You know, it's totally fine. But no, similar to me, it's very infuriating. And like, for me, food is a part of a culture. Like if I go, I don't really care that much about museums. If I go abroad, I want to eat. That is like the main, I yes. will eat my way through a country. It's a way of seeing the city. Yes. You see it with your palate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I eat my way through a country. Like I went to New York. I found like the best burgers, the best that, pizzas and everything. Well, so known. <laughs> that, could, oh, that could be, edi- that could oh, be edited so cruelly. And I- <laughs> oh no, I can just see the articles coming out. Oh no. No, but do you, um, okay. Do you find it, Christelle, I didn't realise you were single and Ali's single as well. I mean, this is great. Do you find it sexually un- or romantically unattractive if you go on a date with a guy, he's everything you want, okay? He's whatever you look for. I don't know. A girl's always gone about tall, dark, handsome, stable, not a bastard, earns money. 11 and a half stone. <laughs> 11, no, 11, like 11 and a half stone. <laughs> it's me. It's me. How much of a turn off is it if you get to the restaurant and this perfect Jamie Dornan or whatever you've got in your head is like, don't like it. As in, it's a massive turn off. For me, I guess also it's about compatibility and it depends on the person. I love my food and I'm such a foodie. So if someone doesn't appreciate a good meal, that's a massive turn off for me. Um, all I want is for someone just to like try something or just to not eat the same meal all the time. And I think if they're so picky, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Because if I'm there eating chicken livers and they're like, oh, okay, a bit weird. Maybe I'm a bit extreme, but like, it's also a bit I like... I love chicken liver. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. So, and I just feel like I want to be comfortable trying new food and talking about food. And if mm-hmm. I'm yapping on about, you know, like durian for two hours and they've fallen asleep, it's a bit like... Yeah, not really my thing. So it's a big turn off for me. It's the only one I'm going to not let you have is vomit fruit on a first day. Also, two hours. Two hours on vomit fruit. As soon as I've finished my sardine sandwich main course and my vomit fruit dessert, it's back to yours for some love making. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fishy vomit cock. That'll be your nickname tomorrow. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, guys, we're going to take a break there after those starters now main course. There is a dessert part two, but this is the end of part one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.